was thinking about movies as a child. Like watching them as a kid? Well, I was thinking about, so honestly, I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about. <laughs> Damn. God, Jesus. I was thinking about uh, the fact that at your wedding, mm-hmm. I'm be sitting near a child. Yes. And uh, uh, if he likes dinosaurs, then we're going to have a talk. <laughs> we're going to be talking, right? And then, because I, I don't know, whenever I think about stuff like that, it just goes into now everybody's at the table. What are the situations that are going to arise because of this? So I'm talking to this kid about dinosaurs, asking him his favorite dinosaur. We're talking about it. I'm asking him if he watches Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. And then somebody's obviously going to chime in and say, ugh, those movies suck. Don't watch them, kid. And then I'm going to turn to the person and be like, don't ruin yeah. his childhood like yeah. this, okay? Let people do it and have fun. Even though I could not stand the newest Jurassic World movie, I thought it was awful. Would you say it's the worst in the series? No, three is. Jurassic Park 3 is yeah. the worst movie in the series. Yeah. Close second, Dominion. Which one's Dominion? The newest one. <laughs> Or kingdom, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever kingdom or dominion, whatever it is. Yeah, it's the sec- it's the second worst. It's a bad movie. Yeah, but it's a big movie. It yeah. was a big movie. It was a huge movie when it came out, and my qualms with it are gonna bounce off a child. Yeah, the things that I dislike about it aren't gonna strike a child that way. No, no. And that movie could be something that a kid would love. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how kids reacted to the movie. But if somebody at the, if somebody around me goes, ugh, don't watch this, kid, you're setting them up to not like something. Yeah, <laughs> and that annoys me. I uh, I actually uh, there was actually a moment with the kid uh, that you will be with at the table. Um, I remember the Star Wars movie came out, and I was really excited to talk about it, like the first one, The Force Awakens. That okay. came out. And Back when we weren't all jaded to the shite that was about to hit us. Yeah, exactly. So I was super excited, and I wanted to talk to like everyone about it. And I remember I called them, and I was like, Dad, did you see it? And he was like, yeah, like I saw it with, with uh, your little brother. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I like, wanted to talk to him about it. And then I was, like, I was like, oh, do you like this part, this part? He's like, oh, no. I was like, what? You thought you said you liked the movie? Yeah, like when like uh, uh, Kylo, like, with his saber, like he was like fighting. Like I was cool. I was like, oh, it's his child. Damn it. Yeah, the fights were cool. <laughs> I wanted to talk about like how cool Finn was, how how dope Phasma's gonna be. Like I wanted to talk about characters, Oof. but like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you to anyone who started out as a as a Phasma fan, <laughs> you got knocked down multiple movies. Like, it you was got taken down multiple unfair. times. Uh, dude, I was so excited. I was like, dude, Phasma looks dope. I, I liked Brienne of Tarth in the in Game of Thrones. I was like, I'm excited. This is going to be a badass, mean, really, like, um, uh, what's the term? Uh, when you are when you receive awards for your... your... A- she has accolades? Uh, there you go, yeah. she Like this accoladed um, stormtrooper with this amazing armor. I'm like, this woman has killed so many people. I'm so excited to see her go. <sighs> She just fell into fucking fire. She also got beaten by talking to her. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know? Taken oh. down, just put down a peg in yeah. the first movie, yeah. and then they realized, uh, and we, she's pretty much done for in the first movie. Yeah, yep. And then they thought, a bunch of people wanted to see more of her. 
bring her back in the second movie, but also because I'm Ryan Johnson, I'm an idiot. I make bad movies. Dude. <laughs> Facts. Oh, jeez. Dude, we're taking a hard stance on this one. On this podcast, oh, no. dude. Oh, man. So anybody who likes Ryan Johnson's movies, I don't. Uh, and all I can do is subvert expectations. That's yeah. that's where the way I write is to subvert expectations. Everybody wants her back because she got done dirty in the first movie. My subversion of expectations is I'm going to do her even dirtier in the second movie. You have no idea what doing dirty means. I'm yeah. Throw her into a pit of fire without a fight. Yep. She's just going to pretty much fall into it. Yep. Out of being stupid. And it's not even like a cool death. It's it's you're just going to sit there and look around like wait. What? That be uh, that all being said, if a child seems excited about the Star Wars movies, oh yeah. Then my jaded ideas of them yeah. are not going to be a play. Yeah. They will not be applicable. I will be excited for the kid and my discussion with it with of the subject with them mm-hmm. will be of the things I love. Yeah. Yep. And I probably won't even talk about th- they're excited for the newest movie. Like that's amazing. Star Wars has been with me since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Jedi is Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. And I'm talking about the things I love while simultaneously not talking bad about the things that exactly. I dislike of the new thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's I think it's like the same premise as like when a like the rule of like a kid handing you a, a phone, like a fake phone. You now answer, I am yeah, I'm answering yeah. that phone. I'm yeah, talking. I'm answering that phone. 100%. It's keeping that kid alive in there. And so, yeah. like when they get excited about something like that, you kind of you're like oh, I'm going to I'm going to feed this fire real quick. Yeah. It's like it's like it, it, I I feel like to think that it's a child is like a campfire that we all kind of have to keep going. And so all of a sudden you you're sitting there and you see the embers are kind of breaking down and stuff and you're just you're you're the only one looking at the fire and you got the stick. So you kind of like poke it a bit, move it around, get the logs going, toss another thing on there. It's your turn to stoke the fire a little bit. He's talking about something exciting that he cares about. You don't want to be the guy. <sighs> Movie's terrible. Don't do not do that. Yeah, and now you like, just, you put that that adult, well, life actually sucks <laughs> opinion <laughs> into a child. And there's nothing worse than watching, like, ju- like giving terrible news like that to a kid and watching them start, like, because they're going to soak it up. They're going to be like, oh. Oh, yeah, it does suck, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, maybe it does. And you're like, no, no. I want them to have their imagination going as long as possible. Yeah. And as much as possible. Of course. There have yeah. been times in my life where I had to just decide that I wanted to be imaginative again. Yep. Because things have gone on around me. And the, the way that I have uh, been speaking with people, I just shut it down. And I was like, I'm going to be very analytical about everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to bring something up to me, and it, it won't even be about the th- the thought of what could happen. It will only be about – and sometimes you definitely need that, especially when you're an adult and you're trying to make businesses and you're trying to do all, everything. Yep, when somebody brings something up I – was, I was with a group of people, and they're trying to make something that is an entertainment business kind of. Yep. And right now we're recording a bunch of stuff and not doing good at that. Mm. And they were saying – uh, so I was thinking we should start we're, audio by audio. When I say recording, audio recording, okay, a bunch of stuff, okay. and not doing a good job with it. Got it. And then people are bringing forth ideas. So we should set up three cameras <laughs> and do video recording because just audio recording uh, doesn't seem like it's entertaining enough. And that's when I had to go from Im- imagination and trying to come up with fun ideas to boop. 
nope, none of us have the capacity <laughs> in SSD and hard drives to do that. We also don't have the equipment to do that. We're also not doing a good job at the smaller version of that. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell you guys to not think of cool things, but we need to fix stuff that is a problem now, not create problems for ourselves in the future. That's an adult thing. Yeah. I've, I actually, it's funny though. Uh, I've had to do that with uh, my commissions, uh, with drawing and stuff. Uh, every time I tell someone, it's like, oh, you know, this is my drawing and stuff and I'll show them my drawings. They will, uh, they'll be like, oh my God, you're actually really good. How much do you charge for this? And no matter what price I say, everyone has this immediate response of, oh, you should be charging way more. Like I appreciate that, but I'm actually I'm I'm aware of what I'm what I'm charging for. I know that my prices are this, and this is how I'm getting business. But like there, and then sometimes just the most outlandish number they'll pull in. What you should be? No, they should be paying you thousands. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I think that's a, (laughs) I think that's a thing that people do. They know they're lying. Yeah, yeah. It is just a. I want to. I want to do an ego boost on this person. Yeah, and I appreciate it, but th- there are times. Like I remember, that, uh, there was someone who was like digging into me, and they they were telling me, "No, you really need to do this. You you should totally raise your prices to this. This is how expensive you should be running it. You should be doing it this way." Oh no, that's just too much. So then I had to. I I I turned on. Like, let me just click in analytical mode. I'm like, listen, these are the competition. These are the con. Like, let me pull up some artists. I want to show you that I'm currently in if you say this competition with because I'm in the pool let me show you the things look at their prices I'm going to show like this is the only way that blah, blah, blah. if you're running a business and you set up a booth and this person did this product and this thing, and I had to explain to them why commissions and paying for things and also explain to them that it wasn't they're not paying you per hour they're paying you for products they're not like I'm sorry that it takes that long yeah you can you can judge yourself charging wise how much to charge for for your own time but they're not actually paying for your hours. They're paying for a product. So there has to be a middle ground. And they were like, I don't care how long it takes you. You should charge them for every hour you work on it. I was like, oh, no. What? I was like, that's not how that works. Unless I'm with a business. That, like, that's an animating thing or a, or a thing I clock in daily. You can't just ask a person who's like, hey, can I have a picture of uh, the new Wednesday Adams? Like a fun little cool picture of her. And then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to work seven hours on this. I'd like you to pay 100 every hour. Like what the fuck? No, then. What? Yeah, that's just not that's not how that kind of business works. Yeah, and but so you can also someone still break it down a little bit in those terms to somebody like you're talking oh, yeah, about right now. Yeah, where it's, uh, do you want it done? Do you want it done fast? Mm-hmm. Do you want it done good? Do you want it done? Which one of these things do you want? Yeah. Well, I want it done fast, so I'm gonna have to pay. I'm gonna have to charge you a bunch because I'm doing something good fast. Mm. Uh, no, well, I think it should be by the hour. Okay, so why don't I just Go slow. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't do that. It's. I've seen a seminar on that. That was craziness. I, I like recently just saw a thing where the guy was like explained to someone uh, or uh, like a group of people. He was like, do you value time or do you value speed or like product or whatever? And it was like, oh, like, well, I want it done fast. It's like, okay, I could give you an amazing product within 30 minutes, but that's going to be fast and I'm going to charge you a lot right up front. It's like, well, then you should have taken your time on it. Okay, well, then you want me to do the same thing for about two months take my time with it like no well i want it quick okay well yeah doing it fast is harder and i have to push everything out of my way so that i can only focus on your thing yes you can't it's (laughs) this isn't flipping burger like especially when it comes to artistic endeavors it's not flipping burgers it's not 
and not even that. It's not an office job. It's not the thing where you just clock in and clock out. Yeah. This is taking a turn. Yeah. Like, sorry. Just random conversations. <laughs> sorry. <about things>. sorry. <laughs> no, you don't have to say sorry. I did it too. I did it too. I think we're going to get back, to, uh, bring it back to start watching the anime today though. Uh, I was looking at the angel next door spoils me rotten. A little weird. I've actually seen from the title. I've seen this surfacing on the internet. I think people are really enjoying it so far. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just thought it would be a kind of cute little romance thing. And everybody knows that I'm a, a cute little romance anime simp. Bro, you are you're a you're a you're a sucker for romance, for love. I just like rom coms. Yeah, dude. Because you're you're Keanu Reeves. You and fight for love. Have. But even he tried to pull that back. Okay? I know. Don't dude. do this to me. Don't make me a little wimpy boy. Okay. I'm a strong man. I'm a strong man that just likes watching cute animes. Yeah. All right. And cute movies where the people fall in love with each other. They stay together forever. <laughs> Dumbledore is here. Turning the lights on. Dude crushed it. Superman it. Gave her the umbrella. Yeah, and walked away. It wasn't, I felt that was very just, okay, listen, here you go. Oh, he's done. Oh, oh he's no. getting sick out of his mind right now. No. This is what being a gentleman costs you. Next time, don't. Uh, next time, do. <laughs> being sick is worth it. Every guy is terrified. That's fucking it. terrifying. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. cow. <laughs> Guys are like coming out of their classrooms like, oh, she's here. The angel. <laughs> Ain't no way she was coming in my house without me, like, oh. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, uh, no. What were you saying? Dude, this dude's a slob. Oh, This dude no. lives disgusting. She takes one step in. All right, so. I'm going to need you to go here. Yeah. And, uh, just get dressed real quick. She just immediately rescinds her fucking, she's like, I'm coming in up. Oh, God, never mind. You're disgusting. What is that little dot in the middle, like ketchup? Oh, dude. A little ketchup on rice, bro. Dude, this man is the most American human being ever. <laughs> bro, I don't know what it is, but I'm not a guessing ketchup, dog. God, Jesus Christ. Is he sipping rice? It's, it was a soup. Oh. Did you look at it? Dude, it looked like rice with ketchup. Why the fuck? Well, it did it not look like rice with ketchup? Do you have glasses? Bruh. Slash, do you need some? <laughs> Would you need less glasses? Diet Coke. <laughs> this dude is playing 40 chess. No, he's not playing chess. She doesn't know she's getting played. She's not getting played. He's a good guy. He's not going around just staring at her, trying to bump into her. Nah, bro, he's about he's her hitching it right now, bro. No, he's not. Yeah, he's crushing. just saying what's true. Like, he's, listen, not gonna, gonna, he's not going to just fawn over her. He's not going to act like that because she's just a person also. Those sticks. <laughs> he has no idea what food is. <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. This man said it looks good, and he he has, oh, dude. It's chicken and sticks, bro. It's nothing. It's what? That man just hanged himself. <laughs> This is, this is something to do. It's like that damn. Well, this is something that, that people might think that we like each other. Do you think yeah. I like you? No, not at all. Good. Then take <laughs> No shot. I think he said no chance. Do you think I like you? No chance. <laughs> Bro. 
And then she was just like, good. You know how they say shooters shoot? <laughs> Dude, this man cobained instead of. He was like, hey, shooters shoot is like basketball. You go for the shot. It's not put a 12 gauge in the roof of your mouth. God damn. Oh, it's got the bun. Oh, she's in cleaning clothes. Don't slip. <gasps> Save her. He saved her. He saved her. What's up with this funk fest at the end of the anime, dude? Oh, 100%. This is the one. This is the one. This, this, is is one. A, this, this is would have such been my a bop, favorite. Dude. This would be my favorite song in the movie. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. There'd be an after thing. I know. I want it to be over. I don't, I don't want it to end. <laughs> I don't want it to end because then I'll feel like he did. Damn. Just. It's okay. The next episode's called Dinner with an Angel. All of them are have angel in them, by the way. Oh my god! Every single one of them. There's multiple girls in his life. He's a student, bro. How dare There's you. gonna be other people at school with him. Why do you gotta put this? Why do you got to put this impossibility on other people? Just because <laughs> you didn't talk to girls when you were young doesn't mean men aren't allowed to or boys aren't allowed to speak to females. It's the it's how it should be. No! Yes. You should have just gone to an all-guy school then. Yes. Jeez. I don't think it would have helped. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> think it would have helped I don't all, think it would have helped. <laughs> instead, now, instead of saying, oh, you shouldn't be able to talk to girls like that, you would have been saying, you shouldn't be able to talk to the popular guys. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's true. Damn, bro. Sometimes you got to know your lane. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Now he's just he's just using. <laughs> you're pretty much writing a Katy Perry song right now, because all you do for that is co- is use common turns of phrase. Damn, just called out Katy Perry. Dude. Honestly, yeah. No, you got. Bro, me. think about that. Well, the eye of the tiger. Yeah, got the eye of a tiger. Yeah, Didn't do the fire. Oh, okay. Because I am a champion. And you're going to hear me roar. Bro, all it is is turns of phrase back to back to back the entire song. I don't know how anybody got writing credit for that. What about, uh, uh, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Sounds like a turn of phrase. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Drifting through the wind, wanting. I don't get the next part of that. It always pisses me off. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? I'm like, all right, well, you had me in the first line, but does does the... Example end at drifting through the wind because I feel like a bag doesn't want to start over again. Uh, I bet it does. I feel like it, this is all it knows. Well, if we're going with the idea that it knows anything, yeah, then it probably knows that it wants to be back in that perfect, folded, compact situation and not just going through the wind open. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because I wouldn't like things. that. Yeah. Getting stuck on shit. Yeah. More. Apparently killing turtles is the reason. Uh, pa- yeah. That's no, why yeah. we have to pay for them so much yep. now. Yep. I want to get back to the anime though. Yes. Uh, I know that I am in the minority of anime fans who love slice of life and who love small Quote, unquote, from what other people tell me, boring stories. Damn. I don't think they're boring, but I know a lot of other people think they're boring. This doesn't have United States of Smash in it. This doesn't have (laughs) Kamehameha waves in it. This doesn't have 
crazy jutsus. Yeah, fire breathing. Yeah, it's not Jujutsu Kaisen. It yeah. doesn't have Gojo in it. It doesn't have all that stuff. But this is the kind of stuff I like. I know that's small, and I know that recommending shows to people, that this isn't the thing I can recommend to somebody to say, you should try anime. Yeah. What about to to someone who watches anime regularly? Would you suggest this to them? But that that's another thing. I just like with comics, just like with books, just like with any form of entertainment and media. If somebody asks me to recommend them something, yeah. I can't just recommend anything. Yeah. I say, "What kind of stuff do you like? What TV shows do you like? What movies do you like? What X Y and Z do you like? When you read a book, if you read a book, uh what are your favorite stories?" And they can answer those questions, and then I can tailor things that I like that are have similarities in storytelling to that. Yeah. Because if somebody just says, unless somebody says, what's your favorite? Because then I'll just rattle off my favorite. Yeah. But if somebody says, can you recommend a show to me? I'm not just going to immediately say Kakegurui. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> not going to just work for everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to recommend anything from Kyoto Animation. Because that just won't work for everybody. Mm. And I know that this show is something that I am in the smaller group of. Like you you know that you can enjoy this show, but this is not one of those shows that you would recommend to other people. Because this is more of a show for you. I would recommend it to people. Yeah, if you if you knew they liked like rom-coms or something like that. Or... If I knew a little bit about it. Or yeah, if right. I knew that they wanted to branch out. Or yeah. if I knew some stuff. This isn't going to be a show that I go in and I say, everyone should watch this because everyone will love it. Yeah. Because that first episode was just a dude helped a girl. She wanted to help in return, so she kept making him food. Yeah, I also I also really appreciate that the, I feel like I've seen a couple of these now where they're, you know, they try to hint like, they're both hard, like they're not going to allow love to, to blossom yet. But at the very end of the first episode, you're like, all right, they're already like one step away from just being in love. And this one really seems like they're going to take their time with these two actually acknowledging that they like each other. It just seems right now they're just kind of enjoying each other's company. Not like to the point where like they're hanging out all the time, but it's in the nice little intervals that they see each other. Like I loved that little speech at the end of him. He's like, hey, you know, I actually like you more like this. And it wasn't like a you're you're so hot now because like I, I get to see who you are. It was just this nice little simple like. I kind of like how like honest you are with shit. And then she wasn't she she wasn't mean or she whatever. She was pretty cold, but like it's just because she's at home. She's relaxed. She's just eating. She's and yeah. she she's like, "Okay, yeah, this is me." Whatever. Hey, yeah, and the person that she is is not super bubbly and outgoing. Yeah. That's who she is at school. Yep. So it's a part of her. But when she's just there, and he he even the way he words it too wasn't this is a better form of human. Yeah. This one. It is you are more abrasive. Yep. You are colder. But it's easier to talk to you because you say what you're honestly thinking right now. Yeah. Around me. And it's much easier. And I think that's true across the board. Uh, when people talk about having trouble getting friends, I by no means am some kind of friend guru, by the way. But when people talk about having difficulties getting friends and stuff, I always try to, even if it's a small bit, I try to instill... If you're nervous about it, let yourself be nervous. If there's things uh, about you that you think people won't like, 
still that is you and be that. Yeah. But still be outgoing and try to talk to people. If you fake it and you become a different person and then you meet people and you become friends as that different person, once you get comfortable, you will start to let that mask off. And now you're not the person they became friends with. Yeah. And you can't blame them for it mm-hmm. because you actively changed who you are. But then she had a bit of a rebuttal too. Like I, uh, uh, I think we said something in the middle of it, so I don't remember all of the words she used, but I liked it when she kind of came at him like, cause he's like, isn't that exhausting? And she's like, no, I don't, I don't find it exhausting to have this, this face when I go into school and put my best foot forward. Well, but I don't think she's being fake there. Yeah. That's what I that's mean. Who like she I, is when she's out with people. I like that response because you know, naturally the thing was, is like, I like you more like this. You should be like this more often. And she's like, I enjoy the way I portray myself to people. Like I enjoy the, the happy kind of face that I have when I'm out. Cause that's just the way but that I, I, I like to portray myself. I even think it was less than she's happy about it. She said she's, te- that's just who she's been since she was a child. Oh, okay. I, not, I, I, I will say, yeah, I think I was even, saying something. I totally missed her response. But even, because cause we can come to, we can jump to conclusions on that kind of stuff. And that's just yeah. what human brains do. Yeah. Like, we try to find reasoning. Uh, and I think that she just, it's just part of her. Yeah. She's not doing it because she finds it enjoy enjoyable. She's doing it because that's just what she does. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's something that we don't allow other people to do a lot. We'll see somebody who's excited about something or who seems like they're just being too much. Yeah. And that's, then we put something on them like that. They're just being yeah. too much. Yeah. They're just being too much. Like they're just doing too much. They're just trying too hard. And we have no idea who they are. Yeah. We have just decided in this very moment that couldn't possibly be real. Yeah. Like you couldn't be actually doing that because I'm not feeling that way. So there's no way you could. Yeah. There's a, there's a huge famous video uh, of a of a dude who like a um I think he's like a streamer, and he was live during I guess a big change of uh, the shop of Fortnite that changes daily, and a character he was saying like he was super like extremely excited. He was like please he's like I hope this cube guy I hope this cube guy is gonna be it I hope the cube guy is gonna be it and then it loaded and it was the cube guy and he lost it he was so excited running around and at first all the comments you'd see people be like this is a grown man playing a fucking video game. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Like, get a get a job, you fucking loser. Like, they're losing it. And then I watched the shift, and it made me so happy. Of Just one person in the comments, when was the last time you were this excited about anything? And then the entire premise change of, I wish I was this happy. And I was like, he was just being honest about what he liked. And maybe this is something that he was portraying or doing or whatever, but he was having a great time. He was, he was enjoying something. And we put this, like... Oh, I can't, I'm not that happy about this shit. What fuck? This guy must be bullshitting or weird because I I'm not happy about this. I also think, especially internet wise, yeah, people decide that it's cool not to care. Yes, like I don't care, <laughs> and we're all supposed to look at you and fucking applaud. <laughs> like, oh, you don't? Awesome, dude. Like, who? Uh, if you didn't care, then you'd shut up. Uh, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. And I feel like that's the internet in a nutshell a lot of the times, especially yeah. a knee-jerk reaction like that. The knee-jerk reaction is, for for some ungodly reason, e- even through middle school, high school, through our lives, and maybe it's because the internet allows us to still be children for longer mm-hmm. or something, Yeah. but especially as children, 
it's cool not to care. I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to say, I remember there was like, a, like, you hit middle school, and then I started to see it became cool to not care about shit. And so then you start trying to dim down your like for things, because if you get too sad, people are going to be like, I'm this fucking weirdo. And so you gotta you gotta dim it down, and then you end up just the same way as everyone else, just but, kind of like. It's see, but that's the weird thing is because I thought that too. Really, I thought that too, but I think I've talked about it before. Seventh grade was when everything changed because mm. I was not, no, I was not a person that you talked to very much. I had my very close knit small group of friends. We were all nerds. We all got made fun of. Yep, that was it. <laughs> and seventh grade, I, I've talked about how I just. I don't care. I like things I like. Yeah, you, it, is, gonna it is like very cool like, that you just doesn't had matter. that breakthrough. That's really cool. Yeah, and then it it literally didn't matter, and people were just like, he likes that stuff, who cares? Yeah. It was only the... It, it, it's weird. If you... There's this apologetic thing. I don't... I don't like it when people pre-apologize for stuff. Okay. And I don't like it when people apologize. And this is something, I say I don't like it. I'm not trying to come after anybody and say, I hate it that you do this. <laughs> I'm just saying that in as a rule of thumb for myself, uh, and when I hear somebody do it, it kind of grates on my ears. And I wish I could say, just trust yourself. Because people will do something. They'll, they'll, they'll talk about something they like. Say they just go on a, a two-minute or three-minute discussion of something. They just get really excited about something. And they look at everybody looking at them. And before anyone can even say, that's dope, I like that too. Before anybody can say, interesting, that reminds me of. Or before they, can, before they let the conversation continue, yeah. they go, ah, sorry, I hope, that, like, I hope that wasn't. That's true. And that, it always like, makes my heart drop a little bit when somebody pre-apologizes. Because hmm. there are times when somebody's... That kind of wasted my time. Yeah. And that's valid. And then you can, ah, sorry, I wasted your time. Yeah. But it also shouldn't be, I don't think it should be, sorry, that was stupid of me to say. It's sorry that that inconvenienced you. Yeah. But it's still something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't like it when people, and it, even without the word sorry, mm. when you go to your place of work, when you are meeting people uh, uh, friend groups and you have a thing you like and you don't talk about it or even if somebody brings it up to you because they know you like it and you choose not to talk about it or you talk about it in kind of hushed tones oh d did you see the the new Demon Slayer movie came out and you know there's a group around you that might not care about Demon Slayer and you're like oh yeah yeah what? yeah I saw it's coming oh I hate that you want to talk about it yeah, and you're like, no, this isn't. They're not gonna care. But you're apologizing beforehand. Yeah, you're deciding that nobody cares, and that's a decision that you've made, and you stifled it to yourself. Yeah, and that sucks. Like I can't. <laughs> I I hate that we do that yeah. as people. And I understand that there's reasons why we come to those conclusions because we still want to be part of our tribe, right? Humans are very tribalistic. Yeah, and you don't want to lose it. You don't want somebody to look down on you and there'd be a way of you getting kicked out of the group. Yeah. But that's, uh, if you have to apologize for everything that you like, then don't be in the fucking group. I was going to say, I, uh, there are times when I, I hate when, when, because there's a, there's a level of 
not like a, a foot in the door, but I, I like to think there's a double layer to when someone does that that little sorry, I talk so much about that. The, it's it's almost like you're asking you or you're you're giving them this this plate of like I'm saying sorry I'm talking about this too much. You can now give me one of two responses. One please keep talking about it and then I will light up like the 4th of July because I'll, I have gotten the go or two which is the worst feeling is when someone actually shuts you down kind of nice but it was just it, you were right they did not want to talk about it <laughs> that's the worst is I've done that where I've, I've done like the sorry I'm, I'm talking a bunch about it and stuff and they go nah that's okay and then they really move on and I'm like they really they really didn't want me to okay that really, but, they really don't care but that's the thing because if somebody says sorry I'm talking about it too much like I, it's a big thing I have with, I don't want to put, uh, I don't want to form what I'm going to do based off somebody else telling me. And if you're, if you're saying that you're, if this idea is, I say, sorry to get two responses from you and I will decide what you think about me based on those two responses. Yes. Then that seems like a weird, I'm going to take your next five words and decide exactly how you feel moving forward. Yes. Um, and it's not to say just bombard people and keep going. Yeah. Don't read the room. Because we just can understand go. stuff like that. But if you did say, sorry, I'm talking too much, then even if I was cool with what you said, yeah, it might be like, you don't want to talk about it anymore because you literally just apologized to me. It was like, <laughs> that's fine. Um, moving on. Oh, I'll dude, move on I because would, you just yeah. apologized. I would be like, he never, he hates me. Yeah, because now I have to, I have to make a decision on, you're, like you're forcing somebody to make a decision on your apology. Yes. And there will be times when you'll say, I'm sorry, and somebody's very nice, and they really, really don't want to talk about it anymore, but because you said you're sorry, they feel bad. Yeah. So like, no, don't feel sorry. Just keep talking about it. It's also I'm, I like to think that I'm not inept to, to like reading people's body language or whatever, and it's it's pretty obvious when someone doesn't entirely want to talk about something, and I'm I'm not a fan of, of of getting people into something that they aren't into. If they don't show the interest, I'm not very good at trying to get someone to show interest. Mm-hmm. So I I usually give up that 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 uh, attempt really quickly. Like if they if they're like no like you're excited about it, I'm like no nah, that's done. That's done now. I'm not going to try anymore. And so I and it's not like I'm not shut down, not digit like, but it's that subject is like, all right. Like if I'm like, oh, dude, this uh, Pokemon, there's a new Pokemon coming. I'm actually really excited about it. It looks really good. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Uh, I don't know if you're a big gamer. No, no, no. Go ahead. That's a uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. You obviously. But even in that, in what you just said, you part of it was, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I just personally, yeah. If somebody has just legitimately said the word sorry to me, yeah. Sorry that I'm doing this. I'm immediately deflated now, Damn. too. Even if I was kind of excited, if you're like, oh, this new game's coming out, this, and I'm sitting there listening, and you go, sorry, sorry, I'm talking about this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Damn. And now I'm immediately deflated. No. I'm like, okay, maybe it's just not that cool. Like he's, yeah. he's the person who is excited about the thing is apologizing for being excited about it. So maybe it sucks. Yeah. 
And I guess that's all just misreading situations, but I don't like it when people apologize for stuff yeah. so much. There's re- there, It's the same kind of thing when people throw out fascist, Nazi, like these crazy, horrible things. Yeah. You're this phobe. You're this whatever. If you just toss them out like cards, <laughs> they mean nothing. Yeah. And there's real times to to be sorry for stuff. Yeah. And if people, if it's always, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for this. Hey, can you help me with this thing? Uh, oh, hey, yeah, you parked me in. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. It's like, just move. Uh, <laughs> just, just move. Yeah. I don't know. There's like, there's very, there people apologize all the time for different stuff. And it gets to a point where it's just a word now. Yeah. When we see somebody and they say, how are you doing? This one gets me. Oh, no. And this is a city thing. Okay. This is one of the reasons this is one of the reasons cities are hard for me because I grew up in a very small town and I'm sure you have similar situations that I do. You'll see somebody and you don't really know them or you don't know them at all. Yep. And they'll say, "Hey, how's it going?" And I will stop. And I say, "I'm doing pretty well. How are you?" Because I thought we were I thought you initiated talking. Oh, yeah. And then they look at and they, I'm in Los Angeles. I stopped moving and yeah. I I kept my vision on them and said, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? And they look at me like, I didn't want to talk to you right now. (laughs) So they just keep going. I'm like, bro, you asked how I was doing. You could have just said hi, and I would have said, hey, and we would have kept going. But you asked how I was doing. I thought we were going to talk now. I thought you wanted to have a moment of conversation. It didn't have to be big. Yeah. But don't ask me a question like that. Yeah. I can't stand when when someone asks that in 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 the city mindset or at work, like a coworker walks by and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" And that was just a you could tell they're they're not re- it was just a response they they're giving you. And then for some reason, I ask, "Good, how are you?" And then I keep cuz I'm still keeping my trajectory, they're keeping their trajectory. We're running out of time. I should have ended it with, "Good." And then kept going. Cause she's, they're not paying attention, and so they're out. And so, but I'm like, good, you. And now we're yelling, like, no, yeah. I'm not bad. And like, yeah, over yeah. the shoulder. Yeah. as you keep moving further. And then you got it. It's almost like there's a pressure to toss in something cute and like kind of snarky, like, uh, like playful, so that you could end it on a on a nice little note, like, good, and you, not bad. And like, uh, just toss Mondays, like, just say something. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, like they're yeah, whatever. And then end it. Put a put a period on it. Or you're just going to fucking scream an entire week's talk about it to them. And it's the worst. I will say, yeah, those interactions scare the shit out of me. They scare you? Yeah. Make me full of uh, full of anxiety. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just get I just get confused. Yeah. Because it could just be, hey, hey. But that's what I feel about sorries. They're mm. the, hey, how are you? Because people are saying, hey, how are you? And they mean, I acknowledge you exist. That's what that means <laughs> yeah. in the city. Yes. They're saying... Something that is a conversation starter, but they're not starting a conversation. They're just saying, you're a human too. Yep. As they walk by. And that's what I feel sorry's are nowadays. It's just a filler word. A lot of times. Yeah. People just say, sorry. One, you're not. Because (laughs) two, there's no reason to be. Yeah. I have a, uh, just because it brought me up. I know this is a bit off track, but I, it's something that's bugged me because I still think it's a good use of it is uh, say you're at work or, or you help someone who is uh, of an older generation and they say like, Oh, thank you. 
my response is no. I don't I think it's very fun to say is no problem. No problem. Yeah. I love that. No problem. But I, I received a corporate fucking speech about how wrong it is to say no problem. And I was like, what? Well, that's just boomer. That's just boomer. Yeah, and it was this ideology. whole thing of like, what you're doing is, you, is you're telling the person that it was a problem at the beginning. And I'm like, I really, do, really? Is that really what people Is that think? what they said to you? Yeah, it was the whole what... thing of, because you're using the term, it was no problem. And, and then suddenly it's like, oh, oh well, there was a problem? No, I'm saying it wasn't. Yeah, I've never heard that argument. Okay, what did you hear? For it. It's... And this isn't all old people, by the way. No, 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 I'm not attacking. But there is yeah. like a thing where, thank you, you're welcome. Yeah. It's because younger people say no problem because we assume that we have to fix it. Mm. That we have to drop everything and we have to fix for you. Yeah. And saying you're welcome acknowledges that I went out of my way. You're welcome that I went out of my way to do something. Oh. But no problem is that's literally what I have to do. Oh, okay. Like my, that is what I do. It doesn't, it is no problem because I do it anyway. You're welcome is I did go out of my way to help you. <laughs> you are welcome. That's true. For going above and beyond. Wow. Because I, and I think it is. It, it it just is a very different mindset. Mm. We assume that no matter what, we have to do that. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I think that's why pretty much across the board, young people just say, no problem. Yeah. No problem. It's way, I don't know, it feels so much better to say no problem. I feel so rude when I, I don't say you're welcome. I don't. Because it feels rude. Yeah. It, it feels like I'm imparting on them that they <laughs> inconvenienced me. Yeah. Thank you. You are welcome. You're <laughs> unless welcome. I, unless I do it in like a jovial manner. If I'm like, you're welcome. Or like well, I'm playful with it. And they're like, thank you. Like, you're welcome. Like, I'm just Never say it that way to me. <laughs> you are you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Dude, now I'm wondering if you, if you put dynamite in my cake or something. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. No, I think... Um, Going back to this anime where, like, we kind of delved off on, uh, I guess, like, so social expectancies and stuff, uh, I think I really liked the element that this uh, this played where she was, it didn't seem that she was two sides, uh, she didn't seem like two separate people, but more just uh, very human. Her her character was very kind of cute and and nice and bubbly when in person, but it was also from the perspective of someone looking at her. And when she's alone, she's different because her personality is that of helping others. Yeah. She helps this guy. She sees that he doesn't eat healthy, and it makes her feel good to help make sure that he's healthy. It makes her feel good to help him when he's sick or hurt. The same way it makes her feel good to make sure the people around her are smiling. Yeah. And sometimes I think we come to this conclusion of, uh, why are you just putting on a face to be different mm. in these here? But her personality is, I want people to feel accepted and how and happy around me. Yeah. But she's not putting on a different face. She's doing it. She is going for her goal to make everyone at school excited and happy. Yeah. And then when she's alone, she doesn't have to go out of her way to make people excited and happy. 
So why would she do it? Like she's still reaching her goal. She's still being the same exact person. Yeah. And as I would say, there's also like that level that you've actually talked about it recently uh, on stream and in person and stuff is uh, that there's a bit of selfishness and, and like, and uh, was it helping people and stuff? It's like, it's, it's, there's a selfishness of wanting, was it wanting to feel good from helping people? Yeah. I think, I think everything's pretty selfish. Yeah. Holding the door open makes me feel good. Yes. Holding the door open for somebody else. People will say, so selfishly, like you just hold doors open for people. Yeah, it makes me feel good to do it though. Like that's pretty selfish. Yeah, dude. If if I didn't enjoy doing it, probably wouldn't. I would not at all. Yeah. So I enjoy like uh, there's like a fun little feeling of like you know you you turn back and then they're like oh, thank you and you're like oh fuck yeah oh, hell just, yeah just helping when somebody's car breaks down on the road yeah I love just running in and helping. You need push? Yeah, we push it. Thank you. I didn't do it just because I wasn't, oh, God damn it. I got to push a fucking car. No, if I felt that way, I wouldn't do it. But it feels good to help. It feels good to help push the car. See, I was going to say, that's where you and I, that's, that's where that similarity stopped. I've never stopped and helped push someone's car. Oh, really? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, and that's, I think that's fine, too. Yeah. There's, there's. No reason to have to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I also, I just, I stay away from anything car related because I don't, I don't know shit. I'm not going to stop by and be like, y'all need help? I don't actually, I can't. This is pushing a car. Yeah, no, no, no. They're not asking <laughs> you to be a mechanic. <laughs> I just walk up I'm like, they might be the carburetor. And they're like, no, it's just in the mud. It's I appreciate it. not though. in a car. Dude, I don't. I don't, I bet Tage doesn't even know what a carburetor does. No fucking oh, up, bro. <laughs> That's amazing. Tage's <laughs> like, oh, it's either the carburetor or the spark plugs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, be, I was going to say, wait, those are words I know of the car. You, they look up. They're like, I think it's the Pistons. Tage's like, oh, the, <laughs> the basketball team. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Damn, bro. Fuck. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, I, I think this is one of the reasons... And maybe I I high school English class my way into these things, but when something isn't clothed in, and don't get me wrong, obviously I I love fantasy. Obviously, I'm a big fantasy guy. Yep. And I still love crazy, like power, power fantasy shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think this is the kind. These are the reasons why I like this type of show because the small interactions between these two people that is obviously could be possible in our world this could be a thing that happens to people but it is embellished upon to be a fun story to to watch to naturally witness, can make me think about the small niceties between humans and why we do them yeah and that kind of stuff excites me. It's funny. I uh, I will say there's you talk a lot about how you enjoy these type of animes and stuff, but I don't think I say like what my opinion of them are. I I don't think that I am someone who goes to um, more close story to animes like this or like rom coms or slice of life. I don't think I usually go for slice of life or anything like that uh, naturally. 
Um, I think I'm more of a grand scale anime kind of guy, like uh, random animes that hooked me for no reason. Um, ReZero just fucking caught me. Uh, and then, uh, of course, all the shonen anime. I'll binge all those. But it's funny looking back at you've we've said this before the podcast. the The original uh, Yu Yu Normie Show podcast was just anime nights. You and I would sh- pick a smorgasbord of animes that we were gonna watch, and then just watch them. And then randomly, almost every night, we would just start binging the shit out of one of them. And most of the time, it was like a slice of life, adorable little rom com. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, we watched some big hitting anime, some dope like samurai shows where you and I were like, holy shit, that was craziness. But what's the anime we watched 12 episodes of? Domestic Girlfriend. And then uh, like other shows, like we're just. It and just then be- we watched Walmart brand Domestic yes. Girlfriend. <laughs> Rent-A-Girlfriend. Which was Rent-A-Girlfriend. <laughs> Still a cute show. but <laughs> That's Domestic Girlfriend at home. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're probably the only podcast anime podcast on earth that says that really yeah no yeah i think we are i think we are bro sorry keep going though yeah yeah. and so uh but one thing i think i've discovered the fun of is these type of animes and this type of stuff is something that you do that allows the fun of these shows to shine and i think other people can can kind of take it this is gonna sound conceited. Uh, can take an example from you is okay. Bring that energy to these animes, and I promise you, the level of fun that you will have with these shows exponentially increases. So one of the things I I love that you've done that I've la- I've thought about it. I'm like in my car, and I'm like, God, he fucking goes hard on the shows, and it's fucking hilarious. Like they'll be uh, let's say like um. She does something where she say the character's like, I don't like it when you call me Angel. And then all of a sudden, you just hear Justin, Oh, fuck! (laughs) He fucked it! He's over! And so, and so there's like, it's like still bring game day energy to it. And I like, then I'm sitting there like, God, what, what a failure. And I, I jump right in and I'm like, he's yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then it just gets you more excited. But I think that just kind of boils down to the same thing you said about being in middle school. It's just that, that one day you just decided I'm going to keep caring about shit that I like. And so I think it's, it, it really boils down to you still like this stuff and you care about it the same way uh, like other shows. And so you caring about it allows me to enjoy it more. So, yeah, it's funny that I've, I've grown to love these shows more, more so having been uh, experiencing your tastes as well. I can't. I just find it really fun. Uh, <laughs> I just really love it. Like, cause I don't, I don't know why, but my reaction to that is my reaction to those things in these shows is probably bigger than my reactions in, big shonen fights okay i still find those fun yeah but i can relate to the moment you're talking to the girl and then you say the wrong thing yeah (laughs) and the anime exposes the dude for saying the wrong thing and i'm like god damn it because i've been the guy <laughs> Just to give you guys an Justin's uh, level of energy when uh, in uh, uh, what is it? I can't believe I'm forgetting the name. Uh, Demon Slayer is uh, when Tanjiro. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Tanjiro is the blonde hair. 
No, that's Zenitsu. Fuck. Tanjiro's the main character. Oh, yeah. Uh, Z- uh, Tanjiro then was, or Zenitsu, whatever, was someone was basically told they weren't attractive enough to be in any of the houses, and they were just sitting there like, damn, nobody's picking me. The level of energy Justin had at, like, there, he was like, oh, fuck, like, loved it. And then if you would, if you guys could just hear Justin when he was watching the final fight scene, just dead silence. Just, well, it's because it was really cool to watch. Yeah, exactly. But you still had that energy, but it was just the love. Like, you could have brought, like, the, holy shit, her head sliced off. But no. It's no, because I was mad that they cut her head off. I loved her. Doki's the best. She was adorable, and I did feel really bad about any time she was hurt. Yeah. I was also I was also in my Demon Slayer phase of, I'm tired of it being the exact same fucking thing <laughs> every time, dude. I'm tired of it always being the same. Justin, is it is it really the same? Uh, every time they cut their head off, we get sad music. We find out how bad the life of the demon was. Yeah. Tanjiro cries about it for a second, yep. says how bad he feels. That's every demon. <laughs> mid. Damn. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> Demon Slayer Damn. mid, bro. I don't even give bro. a fuck. I don't even give a... I don't care. What? I'm going to get into the JTs. Let's do this. Uh, So I don't know if this is an actual word. Oh. I don't know if it's a true, honest to God, in the dictionary word. Okay. But I've heard... I've heard of... I've heard the word and I've thought about it since freshman year of college before we went to AMDA. All right. I did two years of college before I went to Amda with you. A sonder. Have you ever heard the word sonder? Not, I not have. saunter. Oh. But sonder? No, then. It's when you're walking by people and you come to the sudden realization that everybody has a life as big and sprawling as your own. Whoa. Because everyone's just faceless, and even some of our friends, we don't know what they're like when they go back home. Yeah. We don't know what their family life is. We don't know how they deal with taxes. We don't know how they deal with everything, but we we obviously deal with a ton of stuff in our own lives. So Sonder is when you have that hard realization that 8 billion people have as hard of struggles and everything as yourself. Wow. Eight billion. Damn. Yeah. It's a crazy thought. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and it's such a weird it's just such a weird connection to make. Okay. And it's easier I don't know if it's easier or harder as you become closer friends with people. As a kid, fucking didn't matter. You could go to somebody's <laughs> house, that's just a house. Yeah. It has carpet and stuff. Sometimes you're like, you got two floors? I guess Yeah. that's the only thing you're thinking. You're not thinking about how the parents are working to have the house. Sometimes you're you're annoyed because they have way better toys than you do because you started to realize they're richer. <laughs> but that also didn't mean anything because no. you'd look at your parents and be like, do better. <laughs> they do great. Like, they do great. Why are we eating shake and bake again? Do you, do you, do you know what oh, they have? <laughs> do you know what they have, mom and dad? <laughs> They have real food all the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying because that's what my experience was yeah. many times. Yeah. You go and sit. I would go to places and we sit down at the table and I'd look around. Like, why? 
You have a perfectly good couch in the living room with a TV. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what, if it makes it easier or harder when you make friends and especially when you're an adult and you're seeing what those friends trials and tribulations are and you can understand that they go through as much or more than you. Mm. But this show, the girl is going out of her way to help this guy who went out of his way to help her. And she's learning more about him so that she can, so she can help him. Yeah. And as she learns just little pieces of him, she does more and more with the food, with helping him clean with all this stuff. And I just wonder if she's more empathetic to the struggles of other people's lives. There was oh, a, okay. There was a little bit uh, getting it, getting hints about her family life. Yep. And I think some people grow up way faster than others. Yeah, sadly. Some people have to grow up way faster than others because of what their home life is and because of uh, the situations that they're presented. Yep. And that's not to take away from anybody that doesn't have to grow up quick. Yeah. If you if you if it's a long time because you are coddled and you have to and you have that type of life, I honestly, I it annoys me that people take stuff away from them. Yeah. I can be jealous of celebrities whose parents were celebrities, whose grandparents were celebrities and they get things handed to them. Mhm. Somebody in that line had to work really hard, though. And do you know what's going to happen if I work really hard and I get really rich? Yeah. I'm passing that shit down to my kids. Yeah. Because I worked fucking hard to make sure my kids don't have to deal with a bad time. Yeah. You're going to Shaquille O'Neal it. Sorry, that he's a, there was a big thing where he was like, they were like, do you spoiler kids? He's like, every one of them. Yeah. yeah they're like, what do you, like, what happens if your kids want something? I buy it for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like, like, because... I can poo-poo on them all day, but Lord knows. Yeah. If you went through that struggle and now you get to just see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I don't want them to have to deal with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what uh, bringing up what you uh, what you've said before is I've actually seen it in forms of uh, when people like when you realize that everyone is the main character of their story. I guess that's kind of like a point, like almost like a, uh, not an example, but another way of looking at sauntering is I feel like there is a moment and I, I, I think I agree with you. It's a lot more of a hit when you get older. It's like seeing your friends, like, uh, you start having to learn, you're like, Oh God, this fucking, this taxes shit's pretty insane and stuff. And then you start realizing financial situations and then you start seeing your friends almost in the same situation. And then we're all talking about it and you're like, God, everyone goes through all of this. And this is and then you start hearing like things that they have to deal with. And you're not like they're not dumping it on you, you're just talking. But just hearing the things, you're like, my God, like it's we're all just in it, aren't we? We're all and that's why I love I love this is gonna sound bad. There's almost this fun uh shared feeling of being in the trenches with people. It's it's like I love the feeling of like, you know, you're you're down, you're not really feeling great, you're like, oh whatever, like this kind of sucks. And then you're like talking to one of your friends and, and they're also like, yeah, I mean, same. And you're like, oh, thank God. Thank God I'm not yeah. alone in this. But on, on top of it, because we can, we can see that in our friends, but I don't know if you've ever had this. This happens to me sometimes. Okay. You're, say you're walking around the grove and you see somebody walking by because we all look at each other. We're humans. Yeah. You see somebody walking by and your brain's like, <laughs> They probably can't fail at anything. That person looks super well put together. And you just you linger on it a little bit too long. And then it's, 
everything could be going wrong. Like they have an entire yeah. life. Holy, like they have everything that I have going on. They have, they have their own type of family struggles. They have their own. So it's somebody, it's almost a faceless person. Yeah. I think Sondering is specifically about a face, almost specifically about a faceless person. Oh, you. okay. Okay. I see. It's okay. a sudden realization that this person you know literally nothing about, not just your friends, because we know a lot about each other and what we have to deal with. This person who means absolute zero to your life. Mm. You would never think about them again. They don't do anything to impart uh, uh, difficulty or happiness on you. They might not even live in the same state. Yeah. But they go through crazy amounts of stuff. Yeah. It's just weird to even... I could sit here and think about Virginia. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in Virginia that are dealing with crazy things. Yeah. But... I'm never going to see a single one of them. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, I just wonder if this girl is... Because the dude is... He he went out and he helped her with the umbrella. And now he's being given assistance. Yeah. And he seems interested in stuff about her. Uh, But something about this girl. She's like, I have to make sure he's okay. It's funny that he... I actually really like the way that they they did this. Um, is in the in the beginning you see him see her sitting in the rain and he has a moment he looks at her and he just kind of like hmm, that's not where I would expect to see the angel and then he walks away he keeps walking and then he stops again so I love the fact that there wasn't an inter- there wasn't a monologue it was an internal monologue which uh, for those of you guys uh, who want to know that one is just um, they're having an entire monologue without any words, so you can get all of the the almost the roller coaster of the emotions and the feelings without any actual words being conveyed. And so he goes from this feeling of like seeing her, all right, whatever, walking forward, and then he probably in his head said to himself like, "She's in the rain. She could probably use an umbrella." And then he kept walking, and he was like, "Stop. Give her your umbrella." And he told himself, do it. Like, don't, don't say, don't think about it. And then when he turned back around and he did, or maybe the stop was him seeing, were those tears? That wasn't, that wasn't all the rain, was it? And then he turned around and saw, because it zooms right in on her eyes going down. And I love the idea that he wasn't, it wasn't, it like, uh, he even says it later. He's like, I wasn't trying to like, flirt with you after it was just I was just purely giving you this umbrella I was just I saw you in the moment I was giving it to you and I fucked off I wasn't even thinking like I hope she returns it later I don't it was purely just this act of kindness I gave it to you right there you don't have to return it and she was like I know that's fine but it's it's a it's a very rare thing to get those nowadays I think it's just an act of kindness without any expectancy of return a rack bro what do you mean R-A-K random act of kindness oh shit yeah, no. I love those. Those are so much fun. Selfish, but yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I was actually gonna say that uh, that moment leads actually into my topic. Nice. Yeah, I did a bit of a segue there. This is the dude. Yeah, I did a segue. Twelve second pause. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to let it land. Okay, so small kindnesses, I guess, go a long way. 
but I feel like there, sorry. <laughs> I thought that made you choke up for a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, small kindnesses, I guess, go a long way, but I feel like there are some that people romanticize, like giving an umbrella in the rain. If I'm deep in it or I'm in a bad zone and someone gives me an umbrella, uh, I'm going to say thank you, but no thanks. It's kind, but it doesn't change anything I'm feeling. I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't, uh, uh, this kindness that you're giving me, uh, I guess your selfishness that you want to convey. Well, let's not get yeah, no, no, deep no. in it, always no, no, no. being selfish. No, but like, so like that kindness and stuff. And when I wrote this topic, I really didn't think this anime was going to catch me off guard with continuing down my line because she says exactly what I said. No, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I'm also. And he's like, I'm not, you you don't even have to return it. And he just left. It wasn't, there. it almost, I was about to put up the walls and he, and the anime just, the character reached over and was like, I know this is what you would do to this random act of kindness. I'm not doing it for a reason. There you go. I'm not doing it to be like, hey, I want to see you smile. Like, no, I'm still in it. And your act of kindness, th this level of like expectancy of, hey, I did something kind. Smile now. Like, I don't want to now. But instead, it, this character just gave it to him and walked away. He didn't even see if it made her better. He just did it. Yeah. It's funny because when you were reading that out, you were like, even if you give me this umbrella, it's not going to change what I'm feeling. The only thing I could think, and I didn't want to interject, but the only thing I could think was, I don't give a fuck how you feel. You need an <laughs> umbrella in the rain. Like, Dude, I couldn't give a shit if it changes how you feel. It's raining, and you're just sitting in the open. Take the fucking umbrella. Like, that's all I could think. I was like, you you think I'm walking up and giving you an umbrella because I think me doing this is going to make you feel better about yourself? Yeah. No. Just, here's an umbrella, dog. I like to think like this would be a very different interaction with two pros. <laughs> you want an umbrella? No, I'm good. Take it, bitch. Fuck. Well, like, goddamn. It's funny. So, I... I enjoy changing car tires. Okay. It's something that I enjoy. I've changed a lot of strangers' tires when I see them on the side of the road, and I stop, and it seems like they don't know what they're doing, so I help them. Yep. As someone who doesn't know what he's doing, I would have appreciated if you stopped and helped me. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I do know that there's a lot of people, especially around here, who never learned. Yep. Which is very sad. Yeah. I think. Yes. Like, nothing against anybody who never learned. Someone teaches you how to change a tire. Uh, and that's not on you to not know it, unless uh, I think everybody should know. But I was lucky enough that my dad one day, when I was a kid, was just like, hey, let's go outside. We're changing a tire. Fuck. I was going to say, my dad would my dad would agree with you. Yeah. That it's sad that people don't know. Yeah, but it's, this the sad part isn't... I don't want to get too far off topic, but the sad part isn't that somebody doesn't know. The sad part is that someone didn't decide to show them. Mm. That's what's sad to me. Okay. I don't. I never want to pin it on the person who doesn't know. Yeah. Because nobody just said, like my dad did, like what I try to do with my friends. Uh, if my friends have a, a problem, I like to say, we're going to work on it together. I'm yeah. not just going to change your tire. Yeah. We're going to be changing the tire and I'm going to be telling you step by step. And I'm also going to have you help me Yeah. while we're doing it so you understand. Um, if I stopped and stuff always piles, dog piles, you're having a really bad day, 
really, really bad day, and then your tire pops for some yeah. reason. Or your check engine comes on, and like, yeah. yeah, when it rains, it pours. If I stopped to help somebody with their tire, because I want to make sure that they're safe. It's not safe to be on the side of the road. Uh, I want to help them with the tire. I hope that they get home safe because of it. Yeah. But if they just start telling me, like, oh my gosh, this and this and this and this and this and this and this oh, are going wrong. Yeah. I'm like, just here for the tar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry about all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I hope that things get better. Yeah. I'm just, I'm helping you with your tire though. Yeah. It's just fine. Yeah. It's funny. I, uh, looking more into it, uh, especially like thinking about my reaction to the umbrella, because it, it's a perfect little example because it's not uh, it's not too much work and it's a very small little kindness um it's like i'd want to be if i was really having a hard day and again we don't know what the the character i don't even remember her name other than angel it's hard cuz it was like it's like uh it, there it was a very japanese name yeah, like it's Mitsukuni like or something it wasn't that i'm pretty sure it started i'm pretty, <laughs> sure, it started, I'm pretty sure it started with an f <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> the best part is, like, I don't even know if you said a name. You just put sounds together. Yeah. Perfect. Sorry. Keep going. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, yeah, my, yeah, like my reaction, of course, would be, you know, I, I part of me is it wants to say like, oh, you know, I'd, I'd keep because I'm, I'm having a rough day, whatever. But. Then it's it, this act of kindness is really sometimes it it really can just blow your mind how much it just lets you stop thinking about that shit for two seconds because you have to you have to you have to interact with the person who's talking to you they're giving you an umbrella and you look up you're like oh, thank you and and then there's like this level of like yeah uh but sorry but like not sorry but. Oh shit! Yeah, my immediate reaction is to apologize for it, but <laughs> it's like I come out of it and then I almost put put the bad shit aside for a second because I want to appreciate the kindness, and then I've now shift. I've now taken the covers off and gone out of bed, basically, and now I'm out of bed and I'm looking back at it like, okay, I could I could get back in bed and feel shitty about myself again. I have an umbrella now; I can stay dry and feel shitty, or I'm out of it. I'm out of bed. Let's go get a coffee. Like I'm, it's I'm out now. So I appreciate, it. thank you, and it helps you move forward. So uh, uh, there, random acts of kindness can really, I guess, there's no real way of being like this is how I would respond to it. Like I said, so I don't know if it would really help out. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like if you change, if you help me, if I was on the side of the road and my tire was blown and you showed up, I'd I, there'd be a lot more of than just like, oh, yeah, thanks. I I would be. Over the moon with you. Yeah, that's why I was saying somebody says this happened to me and this happened. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I'll listen. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be rude. Yeah, yeah. But I'll listen and I'll converse about it and I'll hope that things are okay with somebody. But there are times when you go and you're just, I'm going to help you with this because I see you're struggling. Yeah. Um, and that's really all I was trying to do. And then somebody. They pretty much video game. Let me bend your ear for a second. And, <laughs> uh, now they're going to tell you about all this stuff. And it's like, I'm really sorry myself, but I don't want to stay for this. Yep. I just wanted to help with that. Yep. Um, yeah. And I think this, uh, 
this girl is there's a um I think there was a word for it when it was uh like love language um and it's kind of fun to learn about in my opinion and one of the things was uh, I think it was a gift of kindness or something um in that you you show love or you receive love and it's like when you receive gifts you you hold them really close to yourself you feel you feel like you want to return it with your love or with your affection or with your attention as much as you can so maybe uh, her feelings is like he gave her this umbrella and she wants to she just she likes the feeling of just continuously showering him with and almost maybe she's not in a good zone and he's a project to keep busy with that's a sad idea. <laughs> no, it, it's a, and so it's uh, a project. No, it's it's so in a fun way of like it's. Um, I don't want to name drop, but there was a, a long time ago when I was younger. Uh, I remember I asked uh, my friend's dad was really good with uh, like woodwork and stuff, and he was just kind of good, like handyman, jack of all trades. And we wanted to build something, and we came. A heat. My my buddy drew up blueprints for his dad and gave it to him like do we like is this possible and his dad saw the excitement in us and was like fuck it yeah now looking back at it uh that was after he would come home from his eight hour shift and his kids are like can you head down to the basement with us and grind away and work on this thing now and i remember his mom looked at us and was like thank you and we're like why she's like i don't know he's really enjoying working on this with you there's a there's a lot of fun to be having him give like he this is a project for him you've given him and it allows him to step out of just being just dicking around and stay focused on something and it and she said it's like it really helped and I was like oh shit and then she even laughed she was like if you have other stuff like bring it up to him that didn't go as well after the thing we were like could you help us with this he's like I'm not no no I'm not doing that yeah well yeah. <laughs> we're like he was probably like yeah it's fun. I did do an eight-hour shift at work today, though. Yeah, and I can't keep doing this. Yeah, and we like he also like it was wood, so he's like, "We're we're kids." We're like, "Do you mind um, buying the wood for us too?" Like, fucking fuck right off. Yeah, and he's also cleaning the yeah. entire uh, workspace, wearing down his sander, wearing down his stuff. Gonna have to get new blades, all that. Yep. And so at, at some point, it's like, no, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and your kids so it's yeah. let's do this and now you watch him do it yes we're helping yeah <laughs> <laughs> that being said he did he did give us because they were they were all uh, like not weapons but they were replicas of weapons and so he gave it to us just hunks of wood and he was like now sand it and we sanded that whole th- I sat there for hours him and I just sat there with with bits of sandpaper just fucking going at it for at least hours so he, I thought you were about to say, to his credit, he let us use the lathe. No. I was like, damn, no, no, no. the kids to die. <laughs> no. But yeah, it was, a, it was a fun time. So I swear, when I say, like, gave him, it's a project for her. It's not like. Something she can keep her mind on. Exactly. Okay. Which allows her to almost put her attention on him and not stew in herself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I do think that there's just. There's obviously stuff that she's dealing with that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, but just her reactions to things in the show. Uh, so I th- I think that she is very open and empathetic towards other people. Agreed. And just needs to do something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, on, a, on a cute little note, hands down, her in the cleaning mode, the cutest. It's my favorite. 
like yeah. a little just bun up. Brass and then, tacks, time yeah, to go. Yeah, it's my favorite. I love when I see like like girls in the homebody outfits, like huge sweaters, buns up, like glasses on. There's like I'm business mode or I'm doing taxes today, and I'm like, it's my favorite look. Oh yeah, it's a vest. Yeah, when a girl has like the big hoodie on. Yeah, just three sizes too big. Yeah, glasses are on, hairs yeah. tousled. Mm-hmm. That is the the cutest one hundred percent thing in the world. Yeah, like oh, we gotta, we have to. If the dudes want to see us as cute, we have to put on all of our makeup, and we have to, which is completely fine. Yeah, have the dress on and the heels. But I just want you all to know, when you get home and you take that all off and you put on your big sweater, your big comfy sweater. Yeah, all. This is breaking guy code. This is man day talk right here. Sorry, every guy in the world. Ladies, we will honestly as dudes sit there and be like, dude, she had her sweats on. The most adorable girl I've ever like, Yeah. <laughs> my favorite time is when she's comfy, ready to watch the movie, and we get under the blanket together. Yeah, and she's like talking into her favorite snack. It's like my favorite. Look at her all comfy as shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But no, like uh, if you're if but uh, if you ask me in real in real life, right? If I'm RRL with you, it's like nah, dude. When you have the blush on and that red dress that I like, yeah, yeah, no, that's not true. But <laughs> all right, everybody, I think it's gonna bring us to the end of this one. Per usual, I hope you guys all have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye.